John chapter 4 verse 10. Jesus replied, If you only knew who I am and the gift that God wants to give you, you'd ask me for a drink and I would give you living water. Bible before breakfast. Mildred Kingsley Okongwa here. This line of scripture is from a story that changed my life personally. And I'll read it to you and possibly share some of my own personal thoughts along the way. So I'll read from verse 1, and this time I'm reading the Passion Translation. Interestingly, I've never read the scripture in the Passion Translation until this morning. Verse 1. The news quickly reached the Jewish religious leaders, known as the Pharisees, that Jesus was drawing greater crowds of followers coming to be baptized than John. Although Jesus himself didn't baptize, but only his disciples, Jesus heard what was being said and abruptly left Judea and returned to the province of Galilee. And he had to pass through Samaria. Jesus arrived at the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Wearied by his long journey, he sat on the edge of Jacob's well and sent his disciples into the village to buy food, for it was already afternoon. Soon, a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. And she replied, Why would a Jewish man ask a Samaritan woman for a drink of water? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. And Jesus replied, If you only knew who I am and the gift that God wants to give you, you would ask me for a drink and I would give you living water. And the woman replied, But sir, you don't even have a bucket and the well is very deep. So where do you find this living water? Do you really think that you are greater than our ancestor Jacob who dug this well and drank from it himself along with his children and livestock? And Jesus answered, If you drink from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again. But if anyone drinks the living water I give them, they will never be thirsty again. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit, flooding you with endless life. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. The woman replied, Let me drink that water so I'll never be thirsty again and I won't have to come back here to draw water. And Jesus said, Go get your husband and bring him back here. But I'm not married, the woman answered. That's true, Jesus said. For you've been married five times, and now you're living with a man who is not your husband. You have told the truth. The woman changed the subject. You must be a prophet. So tell me this. Why do our fathers worship God on this nearby mountain? But your people teach that Jerusalem is the place where we must worship who is right. And believe me, dear woman, Jesus responded, the time has come when you will worship the Father, neither on a mountain nor in Jerusalem, but in your heart. Your people don't really know the one they worship, but we Jews worship out of our experience, for it's from the Jews that salvation is available. And from now on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, but with a right heart, God. For God is a spirit and he longs to have sincere worshipers 
who adore him in the realm of the spirit and in truth. And the woman said, this is all so confusing, but I do know. Mm. She knew one thing. She said, but I do know that the anointed one is coming, the true Messiah. And when he comes, he will tell us everything we need to know. And Jesus said to her, you don't have to wait any longer. The anointed one is here speaking with you. I am the one you are looking for. And at that moment, his disciples returned and were stunned to see Jesus speaking with a Samaritan woman. Yet none of them dared ask him why or what they were discussing. All at once, the woman left her water jar and ran off to her village and told everyone, come and meet a man at the well who told me everything I've ever done. He could be the one we've been waiting for. Hearing this, the people came streaming out of the villages to go see Jesus. Praise God. Mm. This is why I love the Bible. Like it just brings something alive in me every time I read the Bible. This is so good, so deep, so, so rich. Listen, this woman did not know she was going to have an encounter. It was an ordinary day like any other. She woke up and decided to go get water for her house. Listen, water is so essential to everyone. I don't know about you, but imagine living in a house where there's no water. You can't get anything done. You can't drink water. You can't clean the place. You can't eat. You can't cook. You can't take a bath. You can't clean up. Water is essential for life. And so this woman came out to get water. And she got there and Jesus asked her for water. And she thought to herself, first of all, this guy is Jewish. Why would a Jew speak to a Samaritan? And why would a Jewish man speak to a Samaritan woman? Like this doesn't make any sense. And Jesus said something to her. He said, if you knew the one, the gift of God that is before you, you would ask him for what you need. Listen. This morning, I want to bring your attention to the fact that God still gives encounters on ordinary days. No, let me rephrase that. God still gives special encounters on ordinary days. She started out her day going out to look for water and she found the living water and it changed her life completely. This woman encountered Jesus. He exposed everything she was, everything she'd ever done, and yet he didn't turn her away. He answered her questions. He gave her direction. He gave her hope. Above all, he satisfied her soul. This morning, as I read this scripture to you, I want you to put yourself in that woman's shoes. And I want you to really listen for the gift of God that is Jesus Christ to you this morning. I don't care what you've done and how bad it's been. Jesus is not repulsed by you. He may be repulsed by sin, but not by you. He loves you absolutely. How do I know this? Because Jesus treated many other women in the Bible the same way. There's another story which I'm just going to quickly share with you in the Bible. The Bible tells us that there was a woman caught in the very act of adultery and she was dragged and brought to Jesus. 
And they said to him, the law states very clearly in the law of Moses, that if anyone is caught in adultery, then we stone her. And Jesus said, he who is at without sin should cast the first stone. And of course, everyone's there disappearing because we all know there ain't nobody then got sin. So everybody left. And then Jesus said to her, where are those that are condemning you? And she said, there's no one here. And Jesus said, well, even though I have the right to condemn you, I don't condemn you. He says, go and sin no more. And that literally shows the heart of God towards you. That one encounter, even though it was the day the woman thought her life would end, was the day her life began. This woman came looking for physical water and she met living water. I don't know how you've started this day, but I want you to expect miracles today. I want you to expect divine encounters, even on ordinary days. I want you to expect to encounter God this morning. In every single thing that you do, expect him at your office, expect him at your business, expect him in your kitchen, expect him in your bathroom, expect supernatural things to happen for you today. This woman started out her day in an ordinary way and did it in an extraordinary way. Jesus said to her, you don't have to wait any longer. The anointed one is here speaking with you. Says, I'm the one you're looking for. I don't know what you've been looking for, but I'm here this morning to tell you it is found in Jesus and he's waiting for you at your well. I don't know where your well is, but you see, the truth is, this woman came thinking she could help herself because she said to Jesus, you don't even have a bucket. How are you going to give me water? And yet, when she met Jesus and encountered the true gift of God, she ran without carrying her own bucket. So she left her bucket, the thing she thought was an advantage. She dropped it and she ran. I don't know what you put your faith in this morning, but as you've encountered Jesus, throw it away and run with his own assignment. So this morning, I challenge you, spend time with Jesus wherever you find yourself. Today may be your one day at the well. It may be the one day that will change your life. So with that consciousness, enter today expecting supernatural things to happen for you today. Expect to meet Jesus at your well. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred Kingsley Kunkwa.